0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight
1: loss. Welcome to Smart Muslima podcast. Inshallah, if you find this episode useful, please subscribe and let your friends and family know about it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email me on hello at com, or you can sign up to my newsletter, which is on smartmuslima.com. I send out regular updates about the rooms that I'm having on Clubhouse. I have a club called Smart Muslimer there, which you can join uh, or you can send me a DM uh, on Instagram, that's FarhatTheMean_UK. underscore UK. You can also find out about book updates. So updates about my previous book, Smart Single Muslimer, which is available to buy on Amazon. And my new upcoming book called Why Muslim Women Are Losing Faith in Islam. Inshallah, the best way you can support this podcast is with your du'as. And also, if you would like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate that. It would really help others to find out about the content in this podcast. Jazakallah Bismillah rahman ar-Rahim. Let's begin. Um... Okay, so everyone knows about Cinderella, you know, young boys, young girls, adults, everyone has watched a version of Cinderella or definitely read a book, um, the story Cinderella. And so it's very interesting that every now and again, like you'll get a new version, a revamping of, they do this to Pride and Prejudice a lot, that there'll be uh, a modern version of Pride and Prejudice, an Asian version of Pride and Prejudice. And with Cinderella, it's the same thing. It's a, it's a well-known story. There's always uh, money to be made to in you know revamping it. So what you have, if you have Amazon Prime, um, you couldn't have missed that there's this new movie called Ella. And um, it's so funny. When I saw it, like James Corden, he's one of the main guys. He's, um, he's a comedian. He's a British guy. When I saw that he'd produced it, he had a lot of say in the production of it. I was thinking, right, I could predict what it will be in this movie. But even just looking at the poster, um, looking at the, you know, the way the characters are dressed, even who the characters are. But, um, so yeah, so if you... I don't know if you've watched it. I I did actually watch it last weekend. um, And, um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, So, but before we look at the new version, um, let's just have have a think through the old version. Now... When you think of the old version of Cinderella, it's it's a love story. But it's also a story about, you know, so you've got this poor girl who she's basically she's oppressed and her stepmother is has taken advantage of her. She's her father's passed away, there's no one who's um, looking out for her and she has to do all the housework. So she's got a pretty, you know, terrible rotten life. That that's what we all remember. And you know, she's her clothes aren't very she doesn't have the best clothes, she's got she's Cinder she's Cinderella because she lives in the Cinders. And sleeps on the floor in the kitchen and she you know so you, you lots of sympathy for cinderella and you know we as the, when you're reading it as a kid you like think oh no what's gonna happen and she needs to get out of this situation so straight away you've got this bad big bad parent stepmother and she's very harsh and so then what are her dreams what does she want to do she wants to escape this life and in the um i'm thinking of the disney cartoon think back to the disney cartoon um, you know, this whole she she wants to be saved. Someone needs to save her. And in that version, in the olden version, it's that um the way to get saved is she gets married to her Prince Charm, to a guy. A man will save her. That's her only way out of this awful life. Um, and then so what happens? Okay, she um, um, You get the fairy godmother comes, she makes a wish and her fairy godmother comes. And let's just note that the fairy godmother is a woman in the old version. And she's in the cartoon, she's this sweet old lady, you know, and she's dressed l- nicely. But she's really, she's like a grandma, a lovely lady. And and now, so then, what is Cinderella's dream? What does she want? She wants to go to the ball. You know, she wants to go to this amazing party. And she's gonna. She wants to see the prince, and she wants to dance, and she wants to be. You know, go go from being um this. You know, dressed in rags to wearing a really beautiful dress. In the old version as well, Cinderella makes a dress. If you remember that scene with the mice and the birds, she makes a dress, and then the stepmother sees it and they rip it apart. So again, just just think about the messages as a young woman, a girl, because it was aimed at girls. Um, think of the messages that a young girl is being given in this um, fairy story, fairy tale. And I want you to think about how, you know, when you're young, you don't, <coughs> you're, we're not aware of any, as far as any ideas being given to us, how we're internalising these images and the idea of a happily ever after and what uh, what should a young girl, young girl and a young woman dream to become or what should she want. But, as I'm talking, think about this kind of sub, um, subconscious messages young girls are being given here. So, okay, so the dream is you wanna get into, you wanna uh, wear a beautiful dress, you wanna go to this really nice party, you wanna dance with um, this uh, a man, you wanna meet this man and he has to be handsome and he has to be charming, like that is the goal in the old version. So as you, I'm not gonna bore you with the story because you all know how it ends. So that happens. And then the ending is that um, because this Cinderella is patient and she is good and she is obedient, she gets rewarded and the reward is that she gets to marry the prince. Um, and she doesn't have much of a personality apart from she can sing. She, oh, the one thing that is the most important thing about Cinderella is that she's pretty and she's thin yeah she's um so the think of the disney again i'm thinking of the disney version but i'm think of all the versions the, the story books that you read cinderella was always white she was always thin she had kind of long blonde hair um you know there was a particular look and when she had this makeover again it was in the think of the clothes that so it was um so even that it was uh, okay it was a very long dress back then but again, it was um at the the cut of the think of the cut of the just I'm thinking of the waistline of on this Cinderella. She was very thin, and again, for a young girl looking at she she's thinking and we were all thinking. Oh, so that's what it means to be pretty and beautiful, and that's what gets you a man. You know, it's because she was so beautiful that she gets noticed. If she hadn't been beautiful, she wouldn't have got noticed. Yeah, if she was um. Um, if she wasn't thin, she wouldn't have got noticed. Yeah. Think of the, how thin her, how small her feet were that she fits into this, um, into that shoe, into the glass slipper and anyone with big feet, it wasn't going to work. You know, there was not, you were not going to have big feet and get into that slipper. So all those messages, what is beauty? What is success? And okay. So and in, in this version, she does get married at the end. You see them getting married. So that's the old version. And um, okay, so what do we have? Um, oh, sorry, one other thing is we just bear in mind how quickly she falls in love with the prince and how quickly he falls in love with her. It's an instant, which is completely unrealistic. It's like Romeo and Juliet all over again. You know, the idea of, I, te- I teach it at high school level and I can never can stop myself when I'm teaching this. Um, I just have to go into one about true love with the teenagers I'm talking to and by the end of it I convince them that that it was lust you do know this was lust this was not love that is not what a, a strong relationship is built on and how it was uh, how they were immature and, the, and I can tell they're always thinking what is miss going on about but but I always convince them until they say yes miss and yeah yeah we get it we get it I don't I don't move on so same with this this idea that just you see each other and you fall in love. You just danced with each other for how long? Like 30 minutes or less was the dance in the ball. And that's it. It's true love. So again, just think of all those messages. And there is, sorry, one other thing. This idea that love conquers all, conquers all. So does, remember Cinderella is like this poor girl. And the prince is like the upper class. It's telling people that somehow love will conquer everything. You can, um, like the class divide does not exist as if rich people marry poor servants and poor women who look uh even that way around it's telling us all this idea that love is the only thing that matters and at the end also she forgives the really cruel and nasty behavior of her mother and her stepsisters again so right this was the that was the old version and i think one of the main things um when i was growing up and i wonder for yourselves as well that No one ever, I never questioned any of this because it was in so many, it was in Snow White, it was in Sleeping Beauty, it was in Cinderella, any of these princess movies and cartoons and books. As a young girl, you just read it and accept it. Just think of, um, you know, in UK, we have um, like this uh, national book days where the kids in the school, they can come dressed as um, any character they want to from a book. And guess what? The majority of the girls come dressed as, yep, princesses. So they, um, so the girls' majority comes princesses, and the boys will either come as Harry Potter because they can't be bothered to. My son came and went as Harry Potter one day because he, it was easy. You just put on like fake glasses and a jacket and that, and put a scarf on your head. That's it. You know, whereas the girls, they were going with the whole full you know full nine yards that they wanted the dress from the supermarket the tiara the the most impractical shoes in the world um and so again this is the not only work you watch it we copy it we believe in it and that's that's that is how these things work it's it's actually if that's and you learn the songs of course and now with disney channel it's on 24 7 the kids can just like p- press the remote control but it's um, now, okay, so so that's the old version. Okay, so now now we've got Ella, which interestingly it says it's for seven plus age, and um, which is completely unrealistic. It's it's aimed at the look of it is for young adults. That's actually this. If you look at the songs, like they're like pop songs basically. The um, the way that the actors and actresses address it, and even the ideas. So that's the first thing, but this is not, a, you know, uh, when I say not appropriate, I think they have t- aimed it for teenagers, but they're selling it to um, young kids, okay? So now, the one thing to notice is it's made very well. Like, I watch, um, I've watch, i watched a lot of movies in my time, and it's a very entertaining movie. The songs are very catchy. A lot of them are, they've kind of added, changed some of the words to old songs. So they've got Madonna's Material Girl... To be honest, that's one of the only ones I could recognize. There's a few others, but I could tell these are pop songs. These are not like, you know, like with Frozen, they made their own new songs. These are like uh, new, um, old old versions of old songs revamped. Okay, so now in this version, okay, first thing you is that um, same, same storyline, Cinderella and then the stepmother and the two um, nasty sister, um, step sisters now this cinderella she has dreams but her dream is to become a dress designer she wants to and in this world this is what's very interesting this fantasy what this um fantasy world that exists in this movie in this women aren't allowed to work uh, they're not allowed to have businesses uh, okay number one that's first thing to remember um and okay the other interesting this is there's a lot of black uh, like in the extras there's a lot of black Ethnic. It's not just white people actors and actresses. So that's a good thing. I thought. Okay. So they've made it. They've brought it up to date as far as previous Cinderella was just white, and this one isn't. This is like multicultural. Okay. But yes, this this Cinderella. And now the other thing is that the Cinderella, she is Latino. She's a Latino actress. But what is very interesting is again, she's very she's thin. Yeah. She is, um, uh, what's the word, you know, um, as far as the stereotypically pretty, as in, although she's Latina, she's very fair. The only really Latino thing about her is her black hair, but I can tell why, you know, the reason why they got this actress is um, it ticks more boxes. If you have a, um, you know, a Latino actress, you've just opened up the Latino audience and the, all those so it's not just when girls are watching they're thinking it's not just for white girls here this could uh, an asian girl a pakistani girl a bengali girl an indian girl uh, a south american girl could think oh i relate to her she looks like me yeah so that i thought that was that was very clever you just broaden the audience but as far as the she's thin she's fair she's beauty you know stereotypically beautiful it's quite interesting when i looked at it, i thought she looks like Meghan markle for you know uh, uh, what's his name uh It's not William. Oh gosh, I've forgotten the guy's name, the prince that she she met. And I did think, oh, there's a lot of um, uh, similarities in the way she's looked. So I thought, okay, that's interesting to know. But okay, so she wants to design dresses and sell them, but no, she is not allowed to do that. Yes, her dreams are being, um, there are barriers to her dreams. Then again, you've got the nasty stepmother who is, um, not only will she not let her do her business and sell her dresses, she's forcing her into an arranged marriage, yeah, and she uses some violence against her as well, so again, so you've got that storyline there, which wasn't there before, and I did think, mm, this is interesting, forced arranged marriage to, again, now again, look at the way beauty is defined as if the guy to who she's being forced to marry, he's overweight, And so, again, there's messages here. Cinderella's is very really thin and other characters, like one of the stepsisters, she's overweight. And again, I thought, so although this story, this book, uh, sorry, this movie is saying it's progressive, it's actually relying on typical tropes about beauty. You know, they haven't, uh, there's no, qu- the normal stereotype of beauty, that hasn't changed because the bad um, characters are still not thin, Yeah. Um, so, so that's something to know. Okay, so, so she's got that now. Uh, the other thing, oh, sorry. One other thing with this Cinderella is she's definitely, um, uh, uh, sexualized. Yeah, this is something that's aimed towards young girls. And in, at least, at least in the old Cinderella, she was not, you could say in quotes, sexy. But this Cinderella is. And I thought, again, that made me think, what, um, what are girls gonna pick up from this? So if i if I want to be um, you know the the heroine and in, in, in think of every movie that has a strong kind of heroine in there, the main character's woman, they will always be sexualized. Um, whether it's whether she's kicking down doors and she's some kind of action fighter. you know think of what's in a uh, Black Widow, the latest Disney again she's wearing skin tight clothing yeah she's always made up with makeup and and this is another thing but for cinderella this cinderella's makeup is pretty good throughout you know it's immaculate she's got the false eyelashes she's got the lipstick no you know the perfect foundation her hair doesn't even get messed up that much and i was thinking where are the cinders she doesn't look like she works in a kitchen or in a you know in a basement she looks pretty good all the time um so, okay, so then we've got this now. Let's then move on to the Prince Charming. So, okay, you've got this Cinderella. She wants to... Right, it's the same thing. She, she, ah, the reason why she wants to go to the ball this time is to sell her... is to find which women who she can then sell her dresses to. And beca- that's why she's going. She's not going to get the, the prince. Now, the prince, um, he must be the most effeminate prince uh, I have ever seen because there were times when his he ha- I was thinking I don't know who has more makeup Cinderella or the prince because his li- his lipstick was the same shade as hers he had again his foundation was better than some girls foundation I see um his hair was amazing all the time and that's just the way he looked now th- what he wanted was his it seems like his whole role is to he proposes to Cinderella but she says no and she says, sorry, by the way, I'm totally, if anyone, this, this review is full of spoilers. I'm giving the storyline away completely, so I apologise if anyone. But I was thinking, most of us know what Cinderella's about, so it won't be too bad. But yeah, he's this, so, he is, it's like his character's just there to pander to everything Cinderella wants. So she, she rejects his proposal, he's heartbroken, and then he changes his mind says, you know what, I don't need, we don't need to get married, we can just be in love. And I will support you and I'll leave and leave. I'll stop being, uh, I'll give up my throne for you. And again, I, I just thought this is the most unrealistic um, storyline in the universe. No one would do, no prince is going to give up his title for a um, dress designer. But again, for a young girl watching that, what it do, does is it makes her think, Right, that's that's what a guy should do for me. I should have my dreams, and whatever I want to do, he should just be there to bend over backwards, to support me. It's like he has no dreams of his own. It's like he has no personality of his own. He's just there to do whatever Cinderella wants to do. And I thought, again, unrealistic, um, and he's completely, it's like he's completely emasculated. Um, And I thought, look at how... The Prince Charming's have changed over time, and I think this is what is the really interesting thing about this: that how Cinderella uh, has changed over time, and this is why I am in the title I've put Cinderella. Is it a feminist story now? Is she a feminist now? Because really, that's exactly what this story saying. Uh, This this movie version is that Cinderella is a feminist. She goes. She she has a goal. She'll do. She'll whatever she needs to do to achieve them she'll do it she will okay she's got this awful parents and the princes parents in this are uh painted as monsters yeah and they only become good once they change and they okay there's bad things that the parents are doing both of them are trying to force them into arranged marriages but it's so interesting i thought so it's like rules are there to be broken don't obey your parents they they don't know what they're talking to follow your dreams. You have autonomy. You have, you know, if you want success, you have to, um, break away from all the stereotypes. And it's so what's interesting is it's so black and white. It's thinking like, it's, I know it's fairy tale, but it's completely unrealistic. It's like you, there's either you're good. If you are like Cinderella and the Prince and you, you follow your heart and, and in the songs, it's again, love is enough. Love will conquer everything. And if and you're bad if you're like if you follow rules, if you're like the parents, if you are have any kind of realism about life, yeah, it's a, it's a very black and white and for a young kid, it's easy for them to just take black and white um, ideas, and they'll think, yeah, I would definitely want to be more like Cinderella and the Prince. Don't want to be like the parents at all. Um, and okay, I have to mention that of course, this being a progressive liberal movie, the stepmother, her is no longer a woman. No, the nice, nice little old lady has gone, and it's this disgusting transvestite man. And and I looked at, it, I thought, oh my god, he's he looks so scary, but no, he is one of the good guys. So, again, this is um. I think when he came on, I thought, right, that's just the cherry on the cake. That just has um, uh, cemented in my mind, uh, how. This is, it's like, you know, again, again with feminism now, you, feminists um, support trans, uh, there's a whole concept of trans uh, trans feminism. And um, the other day that you should support any anyone who now, what you can self-identify, and if a man wants to be a woman now, or wants to go between two, both, you know, non-binary, that's completely accepted. So of course, in a movie like this, you're gonna have to have a character like that. So, so there they are, as large largest life. Um, so yeah, so that again, so, uh, the love at first sight again is still there, so that hasn't changed and, um, the idea of, uh, again, I, you know this what I said about the class divide, that again still exists in this one, which is, like, if you just think how many celebrities, because it marry really, uh, you know, let's say poor people, people who are non-celebrities, No, they don't. Even if you think, I was thinking of Meghan, sorry, Meghan Markle and the prince that she married. She was a celebrity. She was, uh, they were introduced through his friends or her friends. Again, they were not like, it wasn't like she was some working, originally she was, but it's not like some working class girl from East East End of London married the prince from central London. It it wasn't like that. Um, So, but that's what, again, that's what it's kind of pushing the idea. Yeah, that, that could really happen. Um, so, yeah, so that's just if we, I guess uh, this is an example. I've mentioned this in previous um, discussions where popular culture um, is not benign. Yeah. When you think when Hollywood creates things, movies and well, let's just stick to movies, there are certain messages that we pick up and we start to adopt unless we question it. And I guess that's what the whole my analysis there, we critiquing this movie is just analysing and kind of presenting that this is what a young girl will absorb. And if she's she's watched, she'll watch this movie and even boys, to be honest, because boys watch this as well. You'll watch this, and then you watch, you listen to certain songs. Like for example, the songs like they're very catchy. A kid would listen to that, and then they'll go to YouTube and start watching the um video of this, and it will then move them onto the whatever pop group it is that created that, and then that is then going onto so opening another set of doors, and you know, like I said at the beginning, this is a says it's for seven, uh, suitable for seven and a half year olds. That the content is for young adults and it's making younger it's making young um, kids enter a world that frankly they don't need to enter that there's no I did uh, you know boyfriend girlfriend um, you know love um, disobeying your parents just it's just so many ideas that will that they'll be thinking they'll question things and think about things and um and so what I would suggest, it's interesting nowadays, if you say to kids, don't watch something, then of course they're going to find a way to watch it. So I would, and also if, you, if your kid's got a, a tablet or a phone, that's it, they, they can get hold of it. So what I, w- I don't actually suggest to parents that don't, okay, if they're very, if they're young and you, if your kids listen to you or your, and it's not just your kids, it could be your nieces, This could be your cousins, it could be any young child. Rather than say to them, don't watch it. If you know they're going to watch it, watch it with them. And as you're watching it, just talk about a few things. Let's point out things that are wrong. Point out things that are unrealistic. Point, up, point out the amount of makeup the prince has got on. You know, point out how this is just absurd. Yeah, and so they can then become critical thinkers as they watch stuff rather than just being sponges that absorb all of this and copy it, yeah? Um. That would be really the, the advice to give and it's, I think that's the way we have to be nowadays because, unless, because as Muslims, we don't have um, alternative, actually, no, we do actually. Things my kids aren't young anymore, so I'm not aware of the alternative media that is out there. But when um, it's important to, uh, yeah, it, to, to encourage our kids to be um, critical thinkers, I know there were different versions of um, Cinderella in book form, like there's more updated versions. But um, I, I just think that, I think it's gone are the times where you can just put your child in front of the TV or any kid can be put in front of a TV or be given a phone or be given a laptop and say, yeah, just entertain yourselves. I think the consequences are, um, you won't see them now, you will see them in five, ten years when that young girl is now a young adult and is thinking, yeah, I, even if... I, i I want to be like that cinderella she won't admit it but it's it's somewhere in the back of her mind it will be there um but inshallah that was um you know that was really the main my main thoughts on this movie ella inshallah i'd like to share a review that was left on apple podcast it's from brother asmat sishan Mukhtar. And he says, wisdom, research and critical thinking, bravo. Our society is facing a very critical problem of undefined gender and sociological roles that are leading to the severe decrease in marriage and birth rates. Sister Farhat Amin is doing her part by having critical conversations to identify these root causes and trying to find solutions. Go back to season one and stay tuned for many amazing conversations with great guests. I highly recommend this entire podcast series to all parents and pre-teens. We need to unlearn and relearn a lot of things. And this is one resource that I have found that can begin to help make sense out of it. hair brother for leaving that review. It really does keep me motivated and just lets other people know about the content of the podcast so if you do love this podcast please leave a review so others can find out about it inshallah inshallah if you found this podcast useful please leave a review so others can find out about it currently this podcast is a one-man band I do produce and do everything on my own. But unfortunately, due to health issues, I'm going to have to reduce the frequency of the episodes that I'm creating. So I really do need to hire some people to help me to produce the podcast and to really market it as well. Now, inshallah, you can help me and support me by doing Dua, inshallah, for my health. And secondly, by donating. You can do that via the link in the podcast notes and also on my Linktree bio, which is farhatamin underscore UK. It's on my Instagram bio as well. Your donations will help me cover production and overhead course, and you'll be part of this amazing work, helping me to grow the Smart Muslim Podcast to another level, so that we can reach more people educating and sharing this beautiful deen, Islam. I'm tremendously honoured and blessed to have a community of people who value what I do. So again, thank you so much for your duas, reviews and donations.
2: Hold up.